Okay, good morning, everyone. This is Philip. Um, need to start the recording and then I'll pray us in. Okay. Putting my hand on my, putting our hands on our hearts. Taking a deep breath in gratitude. Gratitude for this time together. This time to share, time to explore, time to ask for help, time to just be grateful for the gift of life, grateful for the gift of and the power to create, which is our nature, grateful for the kingdom within, and grateful for our teacher, who has put together this community and this community of learning and expansion and of masterful living. So we're willing to let go all that does not serve our path of profound love. We're willing to put that on the holy altar, all those patterns and habits and beliefs, letting them go forever. And we're willing to share the benefits with everyone and open up to the unity, the oneness, which is our true joy and happiness. And so it is. Amen. All right. We know the routine. This is Philip. Uh, Glad to be with you this morning. Uh, You're all on interactive mode, which means uh, please self-move. And if you have background noise, uh, which I hear already, (laughs) and... If you don't have a mute button, which I'm sure you all do, but just to let you know, it's star six to mute and star seven to unmute, and you can start to raise your hand. So please, let's begin by introducing ourselves, saying good morning. And you can hear me, right? Yes. This is Susan okay. from Minnesota, and we have roofers here, so I'm going to mute myself. This is Miles from New Jersey. This is Miles from New Jersey, and thanks, Phil, for that beautiful prayer. Good morning. It's Sheila from South Louisiana. I made it. Yay! Hi, this is Jennifer from Portland, Maine. Hello, this is Deb from Edwardsville, Illinois. Good morning, it's Carol from California. And that's pretty much it. Um, Linda is with me and from Tier 2. And when I saw, I can see who's on the call, and sometimes, I can, most of the time I see names. And um, I saw Jennifer from Maine, and I was wondering whether that was Jennifer Hadley, but uh, welcome, Jennifer. <laughs> All right, Thank who would you. like... Who would like to begin sharing? I'm sorry, I just got on the phone late. This is Carol from upstate New York. Good morning. Good morning. This is Miles. I have a question. Can you hear me? Yes. Well, somebody can. Yay. Okay. Uh, my question is, I've been using the Puri affirmations uh, um, for about, I don't know, a week or 10 days. 
and I do it every day and I'm getting, I think I'm getting terrific um, results from doing it. And I was wondering if other people are using it and if you're getting, having experience as a result. Hi, this is Sheila. I guess I'll go first. Um, Yes, I absolutely have. I have been doing them for a while. And then I started writing them um, because they didn't mean a lot of sense to me. I started writing them, and I knew that um, as part of a morning practice. And I believe that just the willingness to um, do that helped to open up um, and see breakthroughs. And I, I honestly believe that in the hope of the prayer is the ones that are helping me. So, yes, I have been using them as well as the willingness ones um, for a little while now, and I absolutely believe that that's where um, things begin to open up and begin to give a little inspiration. But I write them and sing them. Thank you. I haven't been using the purity affirmations, but I've been using the um, the energetic clearing meditation, um, and I find that to be really helpful. So I would suggest that to anyone that, you know, when I've used that and when I've done the divine experiment, those two are working well. I don't do them daily. I'm working on that. But um, but it's, uh, you know, what I'd like to say is um, growth is a process. And, uh, you know, like Jennifer always says, it's a year-long class because it takes, because it, in some cases it takes that long to integrate things. And we just got to, uh, we, and we just got to be willing be willing to learn, be willing to put our ego aside and not and not and not listen listen to whatever to your monkey mind or whatever term you want to attach to that. Um you know, your monkey mind, your mental junk, etc. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna I'm gonna be making breakfast and doing work um, so I'm going to put myself on mute. I'm just curious how, in what way have folks found the purity affirmations helpful? What have they noticed? Well, I'll start. I have a response to that. I I went to a... a uh, client conference this last week, three days of the week. And it's the seventh year that I've gone to this particular conference. Uh, And I was completely, I felt completely different about what I was doing and completely different about my experience. And it was all happening on a non, a non, consciously intentional level it was all happening easily and smoothly and i was experiencing oneness and love and appreciation and uh um feeling part of things when generally speaking when i go to these kinds of things i feel like the like the like like an outsider looking in i feel separated, I get judgmental, etc. And everything I I I had about ten people during a private conversation that I having oh, I was having with them, I had about ten people say to me, uh, you must have read my mind about something that 
that they something that I said, and it, I just felt like I was my mind was merging, and I don't I, the thing the reason I didn't start off with sharing this is that. I don't know really what to attribute it to, and the only thing that I've been doing lately that's a little bit diff- that's different is I've been doing the purity affirmations. And I feel like, it feels like when I do the purity affirmations, I feel that sense of, uh, that sense of disappearing into the oneness. You know that. Everybody has that every day, right? That was a joke. (laughs) I have to agree um, pretty much exactly what you said. I didn't realize at first um, because I really was just doing it because I felt like there was a block that I just needed to do something different. And I didn't realize at the time, but it kind of struck me later, like that's what the difference is. And you absolutely described it perfectly. It's like um, a little bit of a settling or a little bit of a peace. And for some reason, um, when I am in that space, I seem to be able to um, open the mind a little bit to receive uh, the intuitions or maybe to know what else is going on that maybe perhaps I'm blocking at other times. And I think it just comes along with being able to calm and settle. And I think those really do. I think that putting it out there um, seems to say, okay, um, you can have this now. And I don't know a better way to explain it. So you did a really good job with that. But that is the exact feeling um, that I began having, just uh, a peace and an openness and ability to be able to hear maybe some things that I hadn't before. So maybe somehow it just releases blocks. I don't know. Is that Sheila? Sheila. Mm-hmm. Sheila. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. That, all, all I have to say to you is yes. Yes, absolutely. It's yes. an amazing feeling. And when I had my one-on-one, that was the question I had. How do you stay in that moment? And how do you keep that? Because I'm sure there are people that live a life to where they have that every day, which I do not. And that was my question to Jennifer, is how do you stay in that flow of just that feeling of everything's okay and you know it in your soul that it really is okay? Gratitude. I really think it's gratitude. And what was her answer? Um, she felt that it probably was different for each of us maybe, but I think that that was it as well. The willingness. She always pushes me back to the willingness. If you can figure a way to open up the willingness, it'll come. And you've got to, you know, she didn't say that, but that you really do feel it in your spirit as opposed to just saying, oh, yeah, I'm willing. No, you really have to figure a way to get it down in your spirit to where you know you really are willing and you release that need to control, which is really hard for me. I'm a, I'm a, a control person. I'm a trauma nurse in a former life and have my own business, so control is an issue for me. So for me, being able to get to the state of peace to where you can just be, okay, it really is okay to relax your mind and let it go. And those two, the willingness ones and the purity ones, which I was doing at the same time, I think they both opened it up for me. So that's something that I'm definitely going to be continuing um, because I believe in it for sure now. And, And in the beginning, I don't know that I believed it. Or maybe I did believe it, but, you know, sometimes we do things because we're like, yeah, we're going to do them, but you don't really have that down in your spirit that you know that it really is true. And I've moved into that place now. Whereas before, I was just maybe doing it to like, oh, yeah, they said we need to do this, so we need to do it. Some of those purity ones, I don't even understand really what they mean and what they say, but I have found some that just resonate. And um, when you find the ones that resonate with you, you know it. And those are the ones I tend to stick with. But what I have found is that tends to change um, as to where I may be in the moment. So that's really interesting. Thank you. That's very well said. Yeah, and this is Carol. I have to agree with both of you. I mean, it is well said. When I do them, I always feel like my heart is expanding. It's that openness like you were talking about and also the openness of love. And that's like it's 
love yeah. pouring into me, love pouring out, like you were saying also, it's just everything you're always both saying about the flow, of being in the flow. And that's how it feels. And I always like have that thought in my head, it's heart expanding, like and it always goes back to the the branch where his heart just expands to like however many sizes and I just feel that that expansion. And I it's interesting because when you're saying that, because as your heart is expanding, it's expanding out and it's expanding and I guess I, I never really thought of it as that incorporates the oneness because as it's expanding out of me and through me, it's expanding to everyone. So I never really connected it with the oneness with other people. In doing that, I guess that's where it is going. Thanks, Carol. Thank you. I'm just about to make a to make a copy of those and keep them in my car and in and in my bedroom. Thanks. Thanks for the reminder. Thank you. This is Carol again. Um, I recently did my Vipassana day on Tuesday, and um, I can talk a little bit about that and get some other insight. Sorry, Miles, this is going <laughs> to go through this again. Um, That's all right. Excuse me? That's okay. fine. I love the area okay. again. Okay. Um, well, it started out, and... Um, Started out, I was very. I woke up. It was a beautiful fall day. Um, the trees are just changing beautifully here, and my first feelings were of gratitude. I just, I just got a rush of, a, of gratitude, just washed over me. I was feeling grateful, basically, to have a day where I could just be and really see what was going to come up and really enjoy being. <laughs> and because um, normally I have my daily routine, I do my prayers, I do my um, a meditation, I sit, but it's always like, okay, that's fine. You have some amount of time to do that, but you know, let's get on with your day and do your stuff. And it always feels it was feeling very rushed. So I was thinking this was I was looking forward to this, and so I started out very grateful, doing the life review, kind of like just things were happening, and I was just feeling very um. Basically, I started saying it was kind of doing like a gratitude, like grateful for what I was seeing, grateful for being able to do this. And um, then I got the thought at some point of, are you really worth this? You know, taking a whole day and my ego kind of came in, but I kind of released that. Went back into the gratitude, grateful for my gift of time. And I was looking a lot at the trees and the birds. And I kept getting different messages, one about change. Now, change, I know, is difficult for people. And I have issues with change and with getting older. And just the change that was happening, I found out some medical news the day before. And so I was trying to process that, and I got the message, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of change. Allow it, kind of like the birds allow it, like the trees, just change and allow. So I was feeling, again, very nice, very good. And then I just kind of like my, I started doing a life review, just kind of like my different events came up in my life. And one was back when, um, related to when my father had died, and I wrote some things down, I wrote some poems, and my sister found it, and she read it without, excuse me, without my permission. And it really upset me, and it goes into like, it really reminded me of how I very often don't like being, feeling vulnerable. I don't like feeling vulnerable. And I talk about, like, being authentic. And um, a lot of times, like, 
like with, I find with through this class, I've learned to become more authentic and not like trying to be authentic because I like sometimes try to be authentic. And obviously, if I'm trying, I'm not being. And I think through my prayer partnerships, that's that's become something easier for me. And I'm feeling safe. And so that was just interesting that that, that thought came in my head about where it first started, where I started feeling more vulnerable. And um, and then I did some life review that came up about my parenting and about some of like um, with my son mostly, some unloving choices like that I'd made and the guilt on it. And so I, I really was working to just release that, to give that to the higher Holy Spirit self. And just like as these thoughts were coming through to really just kind of cleanse myself to the whole ponopono. And also things came up about worry, just worry again about my children and just the realization that worry, I know worry doesn't help anything, but not only that, even in realizing that even though I don't voice it to my children, I'm very careful not to, I'm doing it in the invisible and in my thoughts and those my thoughts have so much power that I am holding them back basically because I'm not seeing them in these worry thoughts as the divine beings on their journey. So again, that was very interesting. I was able to release that. And it was it was um so it was just it was just a really nice kind of day going along. And then seven o'clock hit. So that was at seven. And all of a sudden I was like I my thoughts kind of like I felt like they had I basically I had hit a wall. And I was kind of like I went into that and I'm not sure if at seven o'clock I was just I think part of it may have been the comparing despair or part of it I was thinking Okay, that, those were thoughts. Those were. That was a nice day. That was very interesting. But you know, did I really? Like I started doing that. Did I really? Was it really worth it? All that time that I, you know, just giving a day to this to myself, basically, was it really worth it? Was I really worth it? And did I really have any monumental, you know, aha moments? Or, and I guess I the ego just came on full force and was just really just put this, this well, this wall appeared, and I really felt it was the end and so I was just like I just kind of was like well I guess I guess that's going to be where it is and I kind of just left myself there and then um and I kind of like I went to bed at nine because I was like I just felt like it was I was just in this place and then it wasn't until I spoke with Miles and he really helped me he took me back to that to that day when we were talking and I realized that as he told me that what was behind, he asked me questions like what was behind that and I looked at some of the, the boredom or the the punishment and again I'm looking at like that wordingness like I guess it wasn't worth it. I, I didn't or I didn't do it right. And he as he had me go like through that and look through that walk, which I wasn't able to do that day by myself, but he helped walk me through, I could see that beneath all that I was able to get to the love. And love like love is always the thing I come down to and I just like with those purity affirmations and even that other prayer in um, Jennifer's book of love, I mean, those are the ones that resonate to me. I mean, that is just, that is my, what I see almost as my divine purpose is, you know, and we've been talking about that, it's like being the loving presence and being, and and, um, and being of service. And, and so, so it was just kind of interesting. And so I'm happy that I got to the other side, but unfortunately I didn't get to the other side <laughs> that night. But I also was talking with people that not to minimize all the things that I did. Like at the end of the night, I was like, okay, I made it a bust. So just because at the end I did not, wasn't able to overcome the wall at that moment, it didn't take away. And I'm processing and realizing that didn't take away from all the other things that I did learn and the fact that I did give myself the day. And and kind of I think what Rob was saying earlier about this is a year-long process. It's like we learn, we're learning, and a lot of things that, Tightening is imposing. It's, it's, it's really kind of helpful just to be loving to ourselves. That this is not, you know, it's making loving choices, and and that's really I'm, the thing that I'm always like spouting when people ask me things. But it's like really learning to a call for love for myself, I guess. And so, so it was. It was that's kind of was my day, my experience with it. So thank you for letting me share that. Wow, that was awesome. Thank you. Well, thanks to Miles for being the supportive guy that he is. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Rob.
and it was interesting too because in the morning I did feel like I like my set my intention and I called in everyone. I called in the master living people that I knew that were there for me, and I called in the ascended masters and and I, and I'm thinking I'm not sure that I ended that way and maybe that's you know again but when I was stuck in that ego place I forgot <laughs> you know? so you could listen I guess to that like when I need it most don't forget remember Um, this is Philip, and I hesitate to share because this is your class, um, but I would just briefly say that when I did my first Spotsana last year, it was one of the roughest things in my <laughs> I've ever done because there were lots of negative thoughts that just kept on coming. I, I eventually just gave up, and, and it, I guess that was a surrender, but... Um, when I did it again this year, which of course took great courage because of last year's experience, <laughs> I it was quite different. And so I don't. Again, we hear it a million times, and we should hear it a million more until we grok it. That everyone is on their own unique path, so comparison is not good. But it really, 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 I think, on a very deep level, helped me be more aware of the key of this path, which is being vigilant to our thoughts. And I really felt a deepening of being more vigilant. So it, it's, it's, and I'm planning on doing it again because I, I felt uh, that growth. So thank you for sharing about your Kispasana. And thank you for that. I appreciate it. Well, anyone else would like to share um, anything else happening in their lives or along this path? Well, I was, I was about to say that uh, I didn't want to interrupt that flow of that subject, but, but uh, I'm, I'm happy because, uh, because you know, in the solar business, the only way we we make money is from sales, and um, and yeah, my job is 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 to set appointments, and then it's the consultant's job to to um you know talk to the homeowners see if they're interested et cetera et cetera so i talked to long story short talked to a guy a few months ago i was in the area again stopped by his home and apparently his mom had gotten a quote from solar city and they were dragging and and they were dragging things so so he made an appointment with me and that appointment went to sale so congratulations to me <laughs> Congratulations. 
Jessica. Yes, yeah, so. congratulations. Did you use some of the Masterful Living tools to get there, Rob? Well, yes, correct. The uh, the ones that I referred to earlier, the the um, the the um, purity, the meditation whereby you 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 use the grounding where you where you ground yourself and you set your and you and you put everything into the earth. You put the negativity in in into the earth, and then and then you do the energy from the earth and I found I found that one to be to be the most helpful. So I I think it's called the purity I don't know the exact title of it, but it's like the purity meditation or something like that. So um that's good. Um and uh, as of last night um I am in statistically I'm I'm the person with the lowest leads per hour ratio on my team, so um, it's still not to the to the company standard, and I still have more leads to enter. I'm going to be be doing that shortly 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 this morning, but um, so it's 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 been an experience just putting aside uh, my negative thoughts about. About knocking on doors. In some cases, it was 102. <laughs> I was knocking on doors in 102 degree heat uh, in the past few weeks. So, so that was a challenge, also. But um, so I'm happy about that. But, but then I think, and I've also had had you know, and that's great. And I'm and and, and I'm acknowledging myself and. And I've gotten, you know, two headhunters from the same company contacting me in the last month. And they're like, hey, we haven't talked to you in a while. Send us your resume. And I'm like, okay, is this a message for the universe? Or what should I be doing here? So I'll probably send them. Actually, I have it on my agenda to send the resume to them to them this evening. I'll see what comes of it. You know, I checked their website briefly. Didn't see anything that I was, was really interested in, but... I'm sure new jobs come in, come in every day, and we'll go from there. So, what else is happening in other people's lives that they'd like to share? Um, I guess, Rob, when you were just talking about jobs and things, it was reminding me of. Um, part of Jennifer's class about trying to be divinely led. And I know you're doing these things in the morning and maybe part of your meditation, that was maybe something you can look at to see, you know, because some, I think it was Akash talking about some jobs that he wasn't, he wouldn't necessarily have looked at, but some that he was divinely led to look and he just listened to the voice and trusted, I guess. So, I mean, it sounds like that's what you're doing by, you know, you're sending your resume, but but just, I think, being open and kind of talking about being the willingness, the openness, and just trying to to listen when we are spoken to or when we get those feelings, however you, you tend to get them. I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I need to... One reason why I was hesitating was because when they asked me what I'm looking for, I don't have an answer for that at the moment, so, so I have to do something about that, do a process of some sort and determine what it is I may be looking for uh, in right. my next job. I mean, I can tell you it's a nine to five and weekends off and things like that. But, right, and um, I mean, how you can be of service. I mean, cause I know you always talk about that it will, as well. Yes, how I can help others. Um, so... This is Carol again. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention about the Vipassana Day um, that really came to me strongly was that how difficult it is for me at times 
to be in the moment. And um, <clears throat> especially when I'm alone, my mind tends to go to the to-do list. And, oh, I need to do this, and I need to do that. And, and I know that even there are sometimes like this, I'm running an errand or something, and I'm just focused on the errand, and I'm missing all the opportunities to be in the moment, to be fully in love, and remembering that the people that I meet, and so, I mean, sometimes I can do it, and sometimes I can't. Just the people that I'm meeting could be, that is could be the reason really behind the errand, or like, and to really be in the moment, and to slow down, and to just try to be in the moment and fully in love and engaged with that. And it sounds again like what Miles was saying about like he was, in, and that's part of what he was in that meeting. He was fully there. He was fully out of his head, into his heart, and that is constantly what I'm striving to do, get out of my head, get into my heart. So thanks. Hey, Carol, thanks for giving me the benefit of, of the doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> and in terms of being a being... Um, a being, a being in the moment. I think forgiveness, as Jennifer keeps talking about in her blogs and etc., is one of the keys, keys to that. So I don't know who is going to be on that, uh, who is taking the Stop Playing Small Summit, but I'm sure that's going to be a good class. I've, I've signed up for it, um, and. Um, I can I know I can attend some of the classes but but not all so I think uh you yeah, know that will that will be a good a good a good class if your schedule allows for it live which is what she recommends or you know via Memorex as they used to call it <laughs> Yeah my always remembers Memorex I don't know the other people I remember maybe. Memorex too Yeah yeah <laughs> Is it live or is it Memorex? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, I couldn't resist that one. I remember reel to reel. <laughs> I I remember eight inch floppies. Yeah. I remember when the wheel was invented. <laughs> LOL. Do you do you remember when you were the one? Yes, I do. The answer is now, right? <laughs> Always. Always. Yes. Yeah. Well, if you, were, if anyone is a fan of of the movie The Matrix, you know, uh, the, the the saying is, "Is he the one?" You know, is I I forget the name of the actor in that, but um, is he the one? Mhm. And the question is, do we think are we the one? Are we able to put aside all the chatter in our minds and remind ourselves that we are like like that on a regular basis? So I'm working on that. So I'm not going to call on names yet. And I see a few regulars that haven't shared yet this morning on the call. But any of you like to share what's happening? Carol from California. And I don't remember when I was the one. Darn it. One thing up from today. Do you, do you remember that you are the one? 
Nope. I'm just trying. Oh, okay. I can make that a willingness affirmation. I'm willing to remember. <laughs> Excellent. I'm with you. Today I'm I'm gonna to go to the mundane here. I'm going um wedding gown shopping with my daughter and it's her second marriage and I'm like not even excited and like I was with the first one, you know. And last time it was just a one on one with me and her and this time it's the uh fiance's mother coming with us and and I'm just totally not excited and I need to I need to get excited. Um, Maybe it'll happen uh, when you actually are seeing her in gowns. There you go. Hey, this is Sheila. If if I may uh, interject, I just went through this. Um, Is it the second one or the whatever, more than one? No, it's the first for her, and and we are actually (laughs) very close, but... Um, the mother-in-law um, was involved this time um, as far as dressings and shopping and all that. So you do have to kind of ahead of time set your mind in the um, right space because it's very easy for that little ugly monster and us women to come out with the mother-in-laws are trying on dresses, you're trying on dresses, and you go through, well, we got to look alike. No, we don't have to look alike. So um, I, I would never give you advice, but for me, I had to get my mind into the right space before I actually got there. And a lot of times I didn't want to go, which I found myself very surprised because the daughter and I have a pretty good relationship. And um, just do your work before you go, and then just kind of (laughs) mind it while you're there, if if that makes sense. It is tough, but I found some pieces of my ego during that time that I never knew was there. So it was an excellent learning opportunity. Um, and an opportunity to use some of those tools um, that we had been learning all year long. And for me, once I finally got my mind right and just said, you know, you're going to enjoy this, it's going to be fine, you're going to learn from all of this experience, once I finally did and shifted my mind about it, it was okay. It really was, but it was a learning opportunity, I can tell you. So I'll keep you in thought about that. Okay, so kind of stay in the moment with it and don't judge. Anything um, like my the mother-in-law, my mother-in-law is feeling like <laughs> wants to take over everything, right? And she's the new mom in the family, and she's taking over the grand my my grandkids, right? They're not mine, um, and she's the best grandma, and she's gonna be the best mom. But get out of you know, I'm just not from that space, and it could be just, of course, a judgment of my own. Um, so just. Go with the flow. Be. We're not going to be shopping for ourselves, I don't think. But and then I think I have to. The financial comes up because I, I think she's wanting me to buy it because she doesn't have the money, you know. Right. That. I would money. Find, yes, and when money comes in, it always gets even uglier, doesn't it? Plus, you put a few women that are um, dominant in their own right together. All the different personalities come up, doesn't it? It's kind of interesting. But just try yeah. and enjoy. Some piece of it. Yeah. I guess well, I'm too not excited about the marriage. <laughs> wow. Well, there that could go, be yeah. an underlying something too there. See, that could be one thing that's playing on that that might be maybe blocking you enjoying it coming along. But um, from someone who has been down that road um, a second time, just know that <laughs> we don't want to be there either. It's not what you intend when you go there. And um, everybody has their own path. They're walking so it's for her to have a different path this time. So maybe just try and look at it from that angle maybe. Um, it's yeah. hard when you're a mom. When, when you're a mom, it's so hard when it's especially a daughter. I have it's to remind what is that? One of the things that um, is coming to me is that um, if, you could change the focus in your mind from you not wanting to be there to finding out how she wants to look and feel on her wedding day 
as you're watching mm-hmm. the try-on dresses, if you could change the focus over to her, um, that might yeah. help get you through too. And it also might let you know a little bit more about her and what her thinking is. My daughter's thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, just, you know, you know, does this make you, what What do you want to feel in, when you're wearing this dress or, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I, yeah. I, I would just wonder what the resistance is about. How it just fights to sit with one inside. I'm going to south here, Deborah from Illinois. So, Carol. Say um, that again. Yeah. I had, I'm just muting Deborah because of some background noise. How, how would it feel? The resistance about. Oh yeah, go ahead. How how is it feeling? How would you feel to heal some of the judgments that are coming up? How how would you like? How would you like to? What's the term? How does it feel to have the opportunity to heal issues in your uh, thoughts and beliefs in your life that are not in parallel with love? And is that something that you can become excited about? Yes, I could use that instead of the judgment. (laughs) That would feel freeing, peaceful, more in the now. We're all just in roles. It doesn't really just been invited along, you know. It's going to be fun. No, it's going to be fun. No, it's going to be fun. (laughs) <laughs> well, trying. I no, I, I heard several self judgments, and when you were talking, yeah. so oh, I'm okay, just, go ahead with that. No, I just so this switching to, for this to be an opportunity to heal. You know, you were talking about you don't know what it's like to be one. I remember that. Yeah. Mhm. So the course is about removing the blocks to love's awareness. And so life is the opportunity that brings in front of us these blocks that we have created to our own, you know, healing. So could you, is that something you could look at the as the situation as an opportunity to heal those self-judgments? And something you could appreciate or enjoy doing or enjoy the end effect. Hard to see it right now, but yes, I could. Well, if I could weigh in on that, so because I I was thinking along the same line, and I'm not a mom, obviously, so... I don't want to speak for moms, but what what I was thinking when you were talking about it uh, is that, isn't it great? We get all these opportunities, like this wedding for you. We get all these opportunities, we get this opportunity where it's loaded with mind traps and ego stirs and judgments <laughs> coming up and fear and whatever else there is. We get these opportunities. What, what a, what, what a, I wonder how much, well, I don't know how much the wedding is going to cost you, but I, I'm wondering how much you would pay, one would pay to have an opportunity to, to have the universe present all that stuff for you so that you can heal all of your blocks to love that are, that are related to what comes up in the midst of that event. How how wonderful is that? Thank you, universe. Thank you for presenting me with this wedding of my daughter's second wedding, and and her mother-in-law is is a problem, etc. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is wonderful. Yeah, 
<laughs> I'd, I'd love to be excited. there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the appointment's at one. Can I do it that quick? No. Just, <laughs> yeah. 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 I got you. Uh, no, I think that okay. that that really was the perfect way to say it. It is an opportunity like no other, and you may not get it again anytime soon. Uh, just be vigilant and in the moment. Just be vigilant with it, and you can. Um, Absolutely, uh, turn it into that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Deborah, I had you muted, and uh, yeah, but because of some background noise, I see your right hand is raised. So please go ahead. I took it off the speaker. So is it better? Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, I'm in the car. I I I just want to say it is possible to turn it around by one. <laughs> it is that happened to me last Saturday when I read Jennifer's thing about spiritual detoxification I mean just even whatever feels right to say I am grateful for the healing that's coming up in my face now thank you I'm grateful I surrender this to my higher Holy Spirit self so that I can be loved be loved now and I just invite you even to go back and look at that spiritual detoxification blog and just read it and then say that invocation out loud. Loud if you have to, to make yourself feel like you believe it. I mean, it is possible to shift even before one o'clock. You're willing. And you're willing because I've heard you say that. Yeah. I know I'm making it bigger than it is. Um, oh, it is what it is. Yeah, it's a judgment, of course. I mean, it's the past I'm thinking about. So I've got judgment in because it's past. Past thoughts. Not crazy about the marriage, all that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I, I feel the heaviness with it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I, I ran on your parade. No. <laughs> No, that's what this is for. We have no issues with your reading on on our prayer. We're here to support you. There, thank you, Rob, and you all are. Thank you so much. I was going to like, like well, it's and... all right. Yeah, I was right. going to blow it yeah. off and say it's a yeah. one o'clock. I'll be fine. Parades <laughs> are opportunities for rain. Exactly. <laughs> and in California, we need all the rain we can get here. Well, yes. mudslides. Well, yeah, yes, uh, and then maybe, uh, well, yeah, and there was plenty of mudslides too, but, 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 uh, you know, rain in a moderate way, yes, doesn't cause damage, right? Can I, um, just, I, I know it's getting late, and I don't want to. I'll talk more about this on Saturday, on uh, next Saturday, but, um, I had a, um. A very interesting experience this week, um, and I don't want to go into it, but um, it was basically um, a real shock to me and what was happening, and um, it just brought up just all kinds of things, and I started to wallow, you know, in my self-pity and, and anger and everything, and um I was I, I I got this information on from the computer, and uh, so I was sitting in front of my computer screen, and by God, up on the computer screen because I was um I went into Facebook, and up on the computer screen from somebody who doesn't have a thing to do with this incident, comes this little poster that says. Sometimes God protects you by taking people out of your life. And I went, oh, my God. Wow. If I had, I mean, talk about a direct message. You know, um, at least that's what it felt like to me was, one, that, you know, I am protected, and two, it was just like I suddenly felt, the arms of God around me, you know, and and all of the 
upset and 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 all of that just vanished. Um and and it lasted for about oh, I don't know. 4 days. <laughs> back into the other stuff. So um I have to do a whole lot of stuff about forgiveness and and anger and just all kinds of things that have come up as a result of this. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know that that I I don't know, I just thought it was the most incredible thing to suddenly in the midst of all of this get this poster that came up on Facebook that you know, sometimes God's protecting you when they when when he takes people out of your life. So anyway, that was that's it, and I'll talk a little bit more about my process next week because I know it's getting late. Maybe that's the same thing when God brings new people into your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even mother-in-laws. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, oh right. my mother and my my daughter's husband's mother-in-law said to me. Um, well, you won because they were moving to Minnesota. And it was like, oh, my God, I didn't ask them to move to Minnesota. But I know how that could be to get along with a new family. All right. Well, I want to always leave a few minutes for prayer requests. Well, I would like, um, I I need the willingness to forgive and the ability to um, put my anger um, to rest. Need the late Wayne Dyer said, we're all born geniuses. It's just the process of life. De-geniuses us. Mm-hmm. So so I'd like all of us here and all the people on the planet to be re-geniused in any way that would be would be helpful, whether it's judgments and opinions about, about second marriages or jobs or relationships or health or whatever is going on in, in, in our lives, you know, Prayer, prayers for that. Prayers for, prayers for uh, my success in what I'm doing, and and yeah, and just being divinely guided to wherever, you know, to wherever. And I'll leave it at that. And also, my friend Frank is going through some chemotherapy uh, because of prostate issues. I like prayers for him too. I'd like prayers for my daughter's future mother-in-law, whose name is also Carol, and (laughs) love and light around our appointment today, which is just a symbol of, like Philip was saying, what'd you say, Philip? No, anyway, that's it, prayers. Go ahead. (laughs) And prayers for remembering. Mm. Prayers that we're grateful for our willingness and our opportunities to heal. So, Linda, would it, since you weren't ready to pray, would it be unfair to ask you to pray? I mean, with all those different I can prayers? certainly pray. I can pray. I love to pray. Thank you. Hmm. I'm placing my hand on my heart. I'm taking in that deep breath of love and gratitude, centering in on my heart space. Grateful for our sharing today. Grateful for the authenticity, the vulnerability 
grateful for the willingness, grateful for Philip facilitating, grateful for Carol's appointment going perfectly, and for the Vipassana shares that will help all of us um, to move into that space as well where we are able to embrace the unknown. Grateful for this safe and sacred space where we can feel that there's no judgment and we can share from our hearts Grateful that all is well. So with grace and gratitude, I accept and allow it to be. I receive it, and so it is. Amen. 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 Hey, hey Rob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Love you all. Take care. And we're not sheep. Bye bye. We're not sheep, but we're not sheep.